Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. To another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. Good to be with you today. It's a beautiful day in Tucson, Arizona. It is. Yep. We're having fun here. And uh, we are a tech company called JSL Solutions. And just for the record, what in the world do we do? We provide live streaming, mobile apps, and church management systems. That's right. And we have uh, live streaming. I always like to plug us. You don't like to do this, but I like to plug us at the very beginning of the podcast. Just like... Because we only have a few seconds before we lose people. <laughs> yeah, right. Plug away. <laughs> so might as well put an ad in the beginning, huh? There you go. Streamingchurch.tv <laughs> is one of our products, and the churchapplive.com is another. That's the mobile app, obviously, and then myflock.com. All right, so enough small talk. We do this podcast, and we like to help churches. We like to help people in ministry. We like to uh, work with volunteers and help people uh, who, who, who serve the church, although there are other people we've worked with in the past but for the most part it's churches Mm -hmm. and today we have a special guest we do and uh who is our special guest our special guest is paul bellows someone we know very well we know paul very well our our uh, listeners don't know paul but that's part of the reason we're doing this podcast with him today paul how are you i'm good thanks for having me Uh, we're we're glad to have you now so paul is with a company that's uh, here in tucson called be good at doing good that's right. And I'm you're actually going to write a book, or you are in the process of writing a book that we'll maybe touch on a little bit uh, during our podcast. That's here. right. But, but uh, Paul is a uh, a consultant, a coach. Right. Is that would that be a fair description? Yeah, I think I kind of over the years have tried different titles, but mm-hmm. uh, right now I'm going with business consultant and leadership coach. Okay. And uh, you know, if if a business needs some help and the uh, Owners willing to put in the work, uh, I'm happy to help them with strategy or with uh, leadership. Yeah, and you have a lot of experience doing this, obviously, but I, I want to just set the stage here, and I'll let Steve kind of jump in here because he is here with us today. Yes, I want to ignore him. But um, there may be some pastors listening or you know, volunteers going, well, you know, what's mm. this have to do with ministry and right. church stuff? But I, I want to submit to you, everybody I talk to that's involved in ministry, uh, at least for the most part, they want to reach people. They want to. They want more people to come. They believe what they have is a good thing, and uh, they, which is part of what we do, we like to help people use technology to reach more people. And so, uh, I think that uh, what we're going to talk about today is actually very important. Uh, we're going to cover probably a little bit about marketing, and I think every church leader or key person involved in their church should have a little bit of an understanding on how to reach who they're trying to reach. Right. Uh, and I know the general, sometimes when I ask pastors about reaching people, who you're trying to reach, well, their, their statement is usually, I'm trying to reach everybody, <laughs> which is, is, you know, I understand that, but you, sometimes you got to drill down a little more to be more effective. Sure. And that's kind of why we have you here today. So, uh, so we're going to just kind of touch on that a little bit and, uh, uh, Steve, you want to kind of take it I mean, from here? I, full disclosure, Paul works with us to yeah. help us lead our company and That's coaches right. us. And we thought, wow, he's done a really good job with coaching us through um, our business. And a, and a large part of that is how you market and set yourself up. 
right. to reach the right people right. and that you know that your goal target and he's got a system that he's taught us mm-hmm. and so I thought that would be really useful for the churches to yeah. understand you know that rather than you know to to aggressively um, get out there and uh, spread the word through your church right. through a positive action. So. Right. right. Well, there, there, there's a process to this. So I, I really hope people will be open-minded for the next 20 minutes or so as we talk about this. So, so, so Paul, why is strategic marketing important for churches? We know it's important for businesses. But why is it important for churches? Well, the churches I've helped, including nonprofits, they, they kind of all have one thing in common. Right? They want to help more people. And they want to reach more folks. So there's a couple ways of doing that, and the traditional way sometimes is let's put out the good word and see who listens and who's right. you know attracted to our message, right. and then another way is let's be strategic about the people we want to reach and how we're going to do it and how we build that relationship with those folks and turn those people into to strong advocates for our church, for our, our, our organization. So to me, in order to do that well and use your resources wisely, uh, it requires some strategy. Tell us about yourself, how you got involved in business, kind of what's your story, what qualifies you to be a coach now? All right. That's the, or a consultant. So tell us about yourself. Well, let me tell you a little bit, just a quick story. My parents were missionaries in Thailand. And so when I was 15, we moved to Thailand and became uh, a missionary family and lived in a fishing village. And so we had an opportunity to meet all types of people and, and uh, really uh, have created some wonderful relationships and friendships uh, during our time in Thailand. And that eventually led me to come back to the States and uh, study business at the University of Arizona. And uh, I was an ac- accidental entrepreneur meaning I owned a restaurant and uh, really wasn't, you know, t- excited too much about running a restaurant, but it's an opportunity I had. And what kind of restaurant was it? It was uh, American barbecue, so oh, ribs okay. and right. chicken and pork. It, and we need that place. We do uh, need that place. We, we won the best ribs in Arizona two years in a row. And uh, what I did learn, though, is restaurants are hard business. And I was just a kid, and, and you know, you, you, I learned a lot, but eventually I – I got out of that restaurant business and, and got into high tech. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of a 15-year journey into semiconductor test equipment. And I really was able to travel the world and use my, my, my degrees. I have a business degree and a master's in Asian studies. And I was able to use those degrees to, to grow my tech businesses. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun. And I learned the basics of what I thought was necessary to grow a small business into one that's maybe scalable and thriving and I applied those concepts to nonprofits and churches and for-profit businesses. So, and you day. lived overseas quite a while, right? I lived overseas. To, was your company headquartered overseas? We or? had our headquarters in Singapore. Okay. And, and uh, so I spent, out of those 15 years, I probably spent a third to half of my time traveling and living uh, throughout, most, most, mostly Asia. Mm-hmm. We had offices throughout Europe as well. But most of my emphasis was on uh, our growing expansion into into uh, the Asian markets, the Pacific Rim and greater China. And, uh, and uh, it, was, it was a good, uh, wonderful experience. And you learn how to do things well when you learn from your mistakes. 
That's the best, most costly way. That's so. right. I, I, I'm a hard-headed guy. And <laughs> yeah, but see, it's better for us to learn from your mistakes. That's, there you go. That's, that's right. That's right. I, I, agree I agree with that. I agree with that. So then you got into consulting after the technology so I, business. I, I had the technology business, and uh, I decided at some point I was just at, at a point in my life where I was kind of burned out, and I thought I could sell the, the company, and uh, I did that. And uh, took a year off, decided my golf game wasn't very good, and maybe there was something else I needed to do for a while, and started thinking about next steps, you know, what am I going to do, what investments I want to make, what opportunities are there, and I said, what do I really, really enjoy doing? So I I enjoy uh, putting teams together, and I enjoy putting strategies uh, for that team to to execute. And so I said, what is that? What, What do people do that work with people and put teams together and build strategies. And, and I, and I deci- decided that that's a consulting type of gig that I could really get excited about. And I really wanted to work with organizations that had a component of wanting to grow the business but also give back, mm-hmm. give back to the community, to causes they care mm-hmm. about. So I really made sure that I connected the strategy and the people development with the giving back component. So all my clients are – are expected and, and excited about growing their organizations and, and giving back to, to the, uh, the people and the community they care about. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. All right. So can we get to my question? Sure. What was your question? I forget now. What was it? <laughs> uh, it, it was about why strategic marketing, I think, is important for churches. I mean, we know it for businesses. Did you already answer it? See, I'm lost already. Well, a lot of – I mean, I'm not sure that – even businesses recognize there's a difference between marketing and strategic marketing. So there is a there's a way to and we were doing some of both um, right. in the past. And so I was kind of emphasizing that there's a there's a really there's a system and a a way you can implement things mm-hmm. that make a lot of sense that we've that you've authored and yeah. we've been applying. Yeah. And so the one to you know share that. And kind of, can you explain that process sure. in a kind of a sentence or two? Well, let me first define what or explain what I see a lot of organizations do is they 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 skip market the market strategy part and they go to marketing. So marketing is they create communication uh, brochures or mm-hmm. a website right. or they do a blog or a social media campaign and they really kind of just blast it out to everybody and hope some of it sticks. Whereas strategic marketing is first at realizing who's your best fit clients or the best fit people that you can make an impact in. It could be a, uh, it could be a population that shares something in common. So we don't, want, we don't want to make the mistake of skipping the most important part is the who. Who, who, who wants our message? Who's mm-hmm. most likely to, uh, to really want to have a connection with that message? And then once we identify that, which I call market segment, and market segments uh, are usually defined in three different ways. So one's geographic, right? You could say within this town or within this city or this region of the country. That's a very defined geographic. It has boundaries and borders. Mm-hmm. The second part is demographic. So demographic could mean how much they earn or their, their race or what, uh, what they, type of house they buy. And and what type of work they do. So demographic or information. Age would fall into that too, right? A, absolutely. It's a yeah. big one. Age yeah. has a lot, a lot to do with it. And the, the final uh, criteria for a segment is their why. What's driving them 
to make a buying decision? What's driving them to want to work with uh, a church or a business? And it's really about identifying those characteristics of why they're choosing to work with somebody. So the best market segments combine a geographic, a demographic, and a why that we can kind of see and understand and and target to. Okay. So we're talking business, but we're also talking ministry Absolutely. here. Because that's who we are and that's what we do. So, so, you know, how does this approach work for ministry and can it be applied for people in the ministry trying to reach people, connect with people? Yeah, so churches, you know, throughout the U.S. and throughout the world, you know, they have, they have uh, a u- unique message. And the question for them is, how do you get that unique message to an audience that's most likely to understand it and embrace it and share it? Mm-hmm. And, and so we can look at that and say, you know, how can a, who's the strongest members of that church? So that's kind of where I always start. Who, who's your best members? Who, the population that, that embraces your ideas and wants to get involved and volunteers and uh, they add a lot of value to the church and maybe it's through donations or through their time through spreading the word, but they, they receive value from the church and they want to reciprocate somehow. Right. And you, you kind of do that same from a business perspective. Who are your best customers? Who's your best customer? Who are the yeah, guys that yeah. love you the most and why do they love you the most? And, and we try to connect it. Who are they? Maybe there's a geographic or demographic answer to that. And then why? What, what, what about our message, our strengths, the things that we do super well? ties in with their reason for wanting to come to church, for what mm-hmm. they're looking for. To, they're, they're, what spiritual food are they expecting to receive? And, and so you're going to have a different demographic if you're talking about a very uh, traditional church that, that's you know, been in the same lot for 100 years and, yeah. and you know, they, they have a, a certain type of doctrine that really works versus maybe a startup church that's really targeting young people and they want to they have a strong youth group and, they, you know, their, their message is about, you know, have fun and, and follow the Lord, right? So, so there's two different – you can clearly see two different segments in there, but there's also nuances to all those segments as well. Yeah, I remember back in the – Probably when you were there, Phil, maybe even before at Alive, they kind of had a personality where, like, they had really good worship music, and they seemed to attract all these um, uh, musicians to the church. And I was like, well, that's kind of our niche here. I think that we have a connection in that that yeah. arena. Yeah, you attract who you are. Yeah, and, that's true. And, and Jeff, uh, the lead pastor of you know, the church I was with, and I'm no longer there, but you are, Jeff really came on the scene as as a worship leader, as That's a musician, true. and uh, he attracted and, people like that. And he became the senior pastor, but yeah. his, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Definitely so. All right. So, so it rings true in our church. Yeah. yeah. And and it does for most. Uh, the churches that are successful in expanding and growing and spreading the word are, are, are usually kind of aware of who their, who their best audiences are and, and the population that serves them and because the right population guess who they know other people other people are like them that they just can like bring them. in right. and if you accident if you target the wrong folks and it's not a good right. fit and they're not happy right. well you don't want them bringing in other people as well right, right. so there's a connection here of the right fit type of population for your specific ministry and message and and music and even the, the you know the way the the way that people learn to communicate with each other. All those are important aspects. Okay. 
So I want to get practical here. So let's say I'm, uh, I've been pastoring a church for seven or eight years, maybe a little longer. Don't feel like I'm really getting anywhere. You guys are talking about strategic marketing. All right, so where should I start? I'm, I am the pastor. I've got maybe 150 people, maybe a little more. Yep. Where should I start? What's the first action step or two I should take? I, I would look at your best, let's say, t- t- 10 or 20 uh, uh, members of the church and really try to understand what makes them a good member. Okay. You know, why do they attend? Why do they give back? There's some shared characteristics there. And okay. it could be age and it could be and it could be their specific why and it could be hey, they live in this part of town and that's okay. an easy drive. Right. So we have to really understand who these folks are and there's a natural system of dividing these segments up. Uh, so, so this group, uh, what you're getting to, I think, is, I mean, this group would be one of the segments, right? One of yeah, your key yeah, segments. Yeah, it could be one of your key segments. That you'd kind of, yeah, we went through this with years ago as well. I think a lot of churches, they kind of identify what's the perfect uh, attender at our church look like. And a lot of times I think churches fall into the trap of identi- are trying to dream up what they think the perfect attender that they want yeah. to be is. As opposed to what you're saying is, let's find out, you know, who, who let's let's start taking apart these key guys that are already a part of this church and and kind of get to the DNA of right of what's behind them, and then because that that reinforces that I'm probably going to be a good connection with other people like them. Right, right. Uh, and there's different ways of doing that. I I'm always going to suggest you do a f- interview or a focus group and really have a conversations with some of your best folks and dig deep. There, there's a why there that perhaps isn't always obvious to the untrained eye. So marketing starts with let's gather information, or let's research, and that research should start with your own members, your <laughs> best members. And what you're going to find is you probably have six or eight or ten different market segments of members within your church. There's not going to be – there may be one or two that stand out. Right. And ultimately maybe you only target three segments – because you know of your resources and time and energy, mm-hmm. and you're like these are my top three segments, and they they're 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 um, they bring people in, and we want more of them. But right. you got to understand their DNA, as you All said. Right. What happens if um, if I do say, "Wow, I've got a bunch of elderly people here, and we we, we want to attract this other group," and how do I start market to this you know younger group? I guess it's um, it's not a winning formula, right? If you're trying to reach a market that you don't connect with yet. Well, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough. And churches and other service organizations that I've helped uh, have this issue of an aging population and trying to fill it back up. Uh, And so there has to be a connection between uh, what the older population wants and what the newer or the younger folks want. And sometimes that's about the delivery of the message meaning the actual Sunday morning service. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? So you, it would be difficult to, set, to target a segment that your service doesn't connect with. Right. You know, you may have to evaluate how, what, what, what is our music or, or what is our agenda each Sunday or, or how long are the services. So if you right. think, you know, you're looking at a segment that's really good for you and it's not a big part of your current church, you have to look at, the way you're doing things. Right. And and if you're doing things well and it's just a matter of, hey, we got strong uh, members here, then that's a different problem than 
our church is is graying, and we don't have a good solution. Right. 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 So, okay, back on your original topic, let's say you've you've identified your members, and it falls into. Th- I guess you divide them into three categories yeah, yeah, or whatever, sure, sure. maybe three to six or so, right. and these have become your market segments. And you, what do you do? Do you write characteristics of why they trying to find what the connection is yeah, or what makes them unique? Or? The unique connection that they all share, demographic, geographic, or their why. And I'm trying to connect the, all those things. And, you know, they're going to share some characteristics. And it could be age and it could be the part of town. And most importantly, why, why do they come here week after week? And that's where you dig deep because that's where the magic's at. Because if you understand their why for wanting to be part of your church, you can turn that into a message. Mm. Their why, for example, they say, I love because my kids can go to Sunday school and, you know, I, I, the, 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 the – when, when you say turn it into a message, you mean turn it into a marketing message? A marketing message. message. Yes, okay. And, and, let's, and say the, you hear from four or five people, the Sunday school's great. And the music's great, and you know we feel really energized, and we feel like uh, this is where we we get the most energy from uh, at this church. Well, keep digging deep, and you may find four or five reasons that is a shared theme between these this segment. And then your message goes out to the population, say, "Hey, we're the church that has a great Sunday school and and dynamic." You know, right. uh, uh, music service, and and you know we have a very charismatic, you know, right. so uh, pastor. Okay, so you're using this group to identify what your marketing message needs right. to be. So that's, that's step gonna... one. Is segment step two is creating a unique message for each segment. Okay, based on th- their and needs it... and your strength, you're trying to match those up. If you really don't have a good music and you're out there uh, advertising uh, that you do, uh, that may backfire. Right. Right? It will backfire. <laughs> so <laughs> your strength has to match their need, and that's where that message. Create that uni- unique message for each segment. Okay, so that's so, step one. Yep. Well, actually, the first step that's is the, the segments. Yes. So what's right. what's after that? So that's I've good. got my so I've got some messages together. I got my segments identified right. and I know what message applies to each segment and I don't want to I don't want to mix those up. You don't want to mix wanna, them up too much. You may find yeah. there's a general message that kind of identifies all the segments. You know, they kind of right. like they, everything. Could, yeah. There's one or two things that they all agree on. So that's kind of your general message that you could put out there, but a specific message for each segment is very effective. Okay. So the third thing would I call communication mix. And communication mix is how do these people like to be communicated uh, with on a regular basis with our marketing message? Right. Okay. So these are these are well, I guess you're, these are the people that attend or that that are from this body. What is their channels that they use that's, to communicate? That's yeah. right. Are they what on are the internet? Channels? Are they they like getting yeah. texts or they prefer a phone call they or prefer, right? Or they look at the newspaper or whatever it may be. Okay. And a lot of the marketing communication mix. Does have to do with the demographics, you know. Uh, I, I've been to churches where there had to be a three, four, five page agenda for the whole service, right? Print it out, okay. <laughs> and and you go to a different church and there's they've kind of done digital, right? It's it's on Facebook and there's a right. you know there's a big screen and and uh, you know you're you're talking to different. So there's talking to your current population. How do they like to be uh, communicated with? And then there's talking to Perspective members and perspective people that are going to be a part of your church, and and each segment has a preference. Your job is to understand 
and to reach out and ask them, you know, what would you like to know more about us? How would you like that? I mean, it's all going, you all, nowadays, it doesn't matter what demographic you are, you're going to have to have a really strong, engaging website, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's really, really critical. And what we're finding is things like streaming. That's a way to communicate with your current, but also with possible new members as well, right? Mm-hmm. So some of the churches that you guys work with that are a little more cutting edge, perhaps, streaming is a big part of mm-hmm. of their communication message. And, and their personality okay. of the church, too. Yeah. yeah, the personality. So, And, you know, some are going to respond to f- a Facebook ad, and others are going to want, hey, I've seen churches still put an ad in the paper, right? right. <laughs> Depends on the population. So understanding right. how these people want to be communicated with is a big deal. Okay. So we got about two and a half minutes. Wow. Time flies it's here. It's flying when you're having fun. Okay. Let's make sure we get through the, so that people can take this sure. away and apply sure. it. So, so identify what your segments are based on the people that are a part of it. Um, get a unique message for each one right. of those segments so you can identify how to apply it. And then once you have that, identify what's the right channel, your marketing channel. Oh, channels. Usually it may be a multiple channels of both members. Right. 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 And, then, and then is it just a matter of is there something else? Well, I like to say that this type of plan drives the budget. Oh, okay. So, so we didn't start with the budget. We, we kind of put the plan together and said this idea of who and how they like to be communicated with drives your marketing plan budget. And this budget is both financial and time. How much time do we need from the staff and the volunteers to drive this budget? And what's, hey, financially, uh, what can can we spend? And you're going to have to spend some some dollars to increase your awareness. And some good examples of that that I've seen is, you know, some churches say, well, here's our segment. They're watching TV. I'm going to put a TV ad together. Sure. And I'm going to advertise on TV, which is going to take some, you know, a larger budget. And just to, you know, get all that together. Others may go, wow, everybody's fully invested in social media. And all I need to do is figure out a better social media campaign, which might not take a lot of dollars, but it's going to take some time. That's right. And so, okay. Yeah. We're just planning a budget for both financial dollars and time. And you got to look at both. Uh, and, and ultimately, the fifth step is we, you have to take action. you got to measure the results of, of this marketing effort. And you got to make adjustments. Not everything's going to work according you know, to plan. So spend the money strategically with the right segments, with the right communication mix, then measure the results. And digitally, it's easier to measure results. But ultimately, the results are, are more people coming in the right, door. Right. And, then a, and then adjust, I assume, and, right? And, and adjust. Adjust and that, accordingly. Adjust accordingly. I mean, sometimes, hey, we gotta grow, We got to spend more money on social media. Or, no, we, we should not do that. That TV campaign's not working. Right. So, you know, let's not put a lot more time into that branding effort because it's not really bringing people in the door. What, whatever the case is, you're going to have to make adjustments, but you got to give it enough time to see what, what works for you. There's uh, churches here in town that spend a lot of money on billboards. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they've been doing it true. year after year after year. I'm sure they're measuring the results in that. And it's working, that, and for, it's them. working for them. Right. Yep. 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 All right. So, unfortunately, we're out of time. We've been talking with Paul Bellows here, but this is good stuff. So, we'll, we'll need to have you back oh, talk a little you. more about this. But, but how can people get a hold of you? What is your website? PaulCBellows.com. Okay. All right. So, PaulCBellows.com. 
Com. That's how they can find you and communicate with you. Yeah, and, they can send me an email and, uh, and we'll communicate. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the book that's going to be coming out soon is called Be Good at Doing Good. That's correct. It's a strategic planning guide for small businesses yeah. and nonprofits. Awesome. Well, this has been really good, Paul. I really appreciate your time. You've been good to us the past year or more that you've been working with us here at StreamingChurch.tv, and uh, you got some good stuff here. So we are out of time. So we'd love to hear from you. You can always give us a little bit of feedback. Uh, best way to get a hold of us, probably just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. like to get your feedback on this. What do you think? Think strategic marketing might be something for your church? I think it might be. Might have some questions or some thoughts or maybe even some disagreements. Oh, love it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. All right. So for Paul Bellows here, our guest, and the guy across the table uh, from me, Steve Lacey, I'm Phil Thompson. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us on the Church Solutions Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Have a great day. <laughs>